Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. So hello and welcome. Hope that you're all having a fabulous January. Gosh, where is the month going? So today we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome, which is something that I can really relate to because I have been there and I know how crippling it can be to feel as though you're not good enough to even be in the same room as people and the impact that that has on everything that you do, not only in that moment, but it spreads throughout all areas of life. So this is why it's so important to have some practical tools to help you begin to overcome that feeling of being an imposter so that you can really get yourself out there and begin to pursue the life that you really want. The one that maybe you've been putting off because you feel like an imposter even thinking about it. As I mentioned, I have been there. Years ago, before I knew all of this stuff and how to change my thinking and my emotions and being in control, I was doing acting and modelling work, which involved going to castings. And I remember walking into the room and feeling as though I didn't deserve to be there. I was always comparing myself with people and I felt as though I was going to get found out, as though I wasn't qualified for the position. And that had a massive impact on how I showed up. I remember walking in the room with my head held low, thinking I'm not going to get this. They're never going to choose me. Why would they choose me when they can have her? And of course, that influenced my delivery. And a lot of times because of that, I didn't get the job, which reinforced the beliefs that I shouldn't be there. Feeling like an imposter can play out in so many different ways. This could happen in your current job role. Maybe if you're interviewing for new jobs, when you go out on dates with people, when you go to the gym. In fact, I remember I used to not go into nice bars and restaurants because I thought only a certain type of person could go in there and that person was not me. I honestly thought that everybody would be looking at me as I walked through the door and wondering what on earth I was doing there. So I know exactly how paralysing it can be and how when you view being an imposter as something negative, it really does stand in the way of any progress. So let's dive into today's episode, beginning with looking at what is imposter syndrome, because it's, you know, it's words that are thrown about so often now, but what is it? So a quick summary would be that it's a label given to a person who doubts their abilities, has negative thought patterns about themselves and feels like a fraud. So it's someone who believes that other people are more capable or competent than they are. In essence, It's taking the thoughts and feelings of an individual and almost putting them into a box that is then labelled as imposter syndrome. Now, labels are okay as they can help to explain what you may be feeling or thinking, yet it's important to not become the label. Labels can sometimes be seen as an identity of who that person is when you identify as being an imposter rather than it being a collection of limiting beliefs, negative emotions such as fear, anxiety, frustration, etc. Making it a much bigger hurdle, it can be less easy to overcome. Now, of course, I would always recommend dealing with those limiting beliefs and emotions because really when you do that, Feeling like an imposter will be a thing of the past. 
whether that's working with a coach, a therapist, taking a course or any other means. But for today, let's talk about how you can begin to change what imposter syndrome means to you, which when you change that, the feelings and the beliefs that are associated with it may change too. Now, this is a slightly different way to look at imposter syndrome. In fact, we're going to be flipping it completely on its head. But before we do that, I want to start by telling you that you are meant to be in every position that you desire to be in. So if you want to be there, if there is somewhere that you want to be, something that you want to do, then that means you are capable of being there. Though in other words, you're not an imposter. The reality is that neither you nor anyone else is actually ever an imposter. What people can have is a set of beliefs and emotions that limit them in some way, which is interesting because that means that being an imposter is really just a belief. It isn't actually true. Let me put it like this. When you're in a room full of people, if a detective was to come in and look for the person who shouldn't be in the room, the imposter, well, unless you've broken in, given the cold hard facts, the detective wouldn't actually be able to find any evidence to support your theory. Because if it's only a belief, then it means it's not real. So you're not actually an imposter at all. So the question is then, if you're not an imposter, then who are you? Because if being an imposter is just a belief, if the belief and the emotion that's associated with it were to disappear, they're no longer there, then are you still an imposter? Think about it for a minute. The answer is no. So even if it feels as though you're an imposter, just know cold, hard facts that it's not actually true, even if you don't believe it yet. Remember that a belief is something that can be changed. So just imagine when that belief has gone now. What is it that you do differently? How do you approach things knowing that you're meant to be doing that very thing? Who are you when you're not an imposter? If you were to have empowering beliefs instead, so you are still you exactly as you were two minutes ago, you just now have a different set of beliefs. So nothing has changed except for your thinking. Yet in that scenario, imposter syndrome no longer exists. Now that is very reassuring. No one is actually coming to find you out because there isn't anything to find. Interesting, isn't it? The power of beliefs. So let's really get stuck in now so we can begin to flip imposter syndrome on its head. Now, one of the most powerful ways that you can do that is by making the decision that being an imposter is something to strive for. So I'm going to say that again. You did hear me right. Make the decision that being an imposter is something to strive for. Now, before you think I'm going mad, let me explain what it is that I actually mean. So when you find yourself in a room, metaphorically speaking, where you feel completely comfortable, you may be the most knowledgeable, the most confident, the most certain in your abilities, most successful, whatever it is. Instead of thinking that this is a great place to be, you know, this is where I belong, begin to see that as a sign that you're probably not pushing yourself. You're living within your comfort zone and everybody knows that the magic only ever really happens when you're outside of your comfort zone. 
going back to when I was acting, after I had learned about all the mindset techniques that we now train, I would go to castings and believe that I had as much right to be there as anyone else. Now, of course, I realised that there will always be someone who has more experience in a particular field, who may be better at certain things. Maybe they can do things that I can't, but that doesn't mean that I don't also bring something to the room. Just the very fact that you have felt like you shouldn't be there in the past means that you could well be bringing something that no one else is. If all the other people are in the room are comfortable and confident in that environment, then they may well be missing a lot of information, a different perspective. It could be something as simple as humility that you bring to the table that would otherwise be missed. So accept that you are totally unique. No other person has ever lived your life, had your experiences, your thoughts, relationships. And so no other person will ever be able to bring to the table what you do. Even if you think that it may not be of much interest, that's probably only because you're used to living with you. So you may think that you already know everything that you have to offer and that it's not as good as what other people have, which simply isn't true. Maybe it's that you think everyone else seems to know what they're doing, like they were handed this manual of life before they got here and you weren't given a copy. I know that I certainly used to feel that way. It was like everybody had this secret that I hadn't been given. Well, I have news for you. (laughs) Everyone is faking it whilst they work it out. Now, I used to hear this and think that it was a lie, something that people just said to make me feel better. It wasn't until I actually started living it that I realised what it meant. Prior to setting up our business beyond nearly three years ago, I had been self-employed for many years in different roles. So I thought I knew what I was doing when it came to business. What I didn't realise is I had no idea how to run a business as a full-time venture where I didn't have any other streams of income coming in. If I didn't make money that month, I wouldn't have been able to eat or pay my bills. Quite simple. So when we started out, I did the things that I knew about business from the jobs that I'd had and the work that I'd done in the past. What I didn't realise is all the other things that I didn't know, all of the stuff around business that you have to do, which nobody teaches you, so you only find it out when you get there. So it was a case of finding things out along the way, usually the day after you need them. And then it's looking at how you can work it out or resolve the problems that you've created along the way. So it's a really great learning curve. To give you another example, this podcast. I had absolutely no idea how to do a podcast. I know that I like listening to other people's, but I had no idea what I was going to talk about each week, whether anybody would even care to listen. And yet here you are. So thank you so much for being here. All I knew is that I wanted to bring value to people who wanted it. And there are so many things that I'm still working out as I go. And I hope that there always will be. There are so many things I don't know. And honestly, I want it to be that way. Because if I knew everything that there was to know, then I imagine life would become pretty boring very quickly. Now, if you haven't listened to it yet, in last week's episode, I spoke about getting started before you're ready, which links in really nicely to this week. You know, feeling like an imposter is another example of not feeling ready to do something. So if you haven't already, head back and have a listen to that episode as well. So everyone knows what they're doing, right? (laughs) Well, I can assure you that most people are pretending that they know what to do until eventually they do. 
And then there will be something else that they don't know. We are all in the same boat of life. Once you've learned how to sail one boat, an even bigger one arrives. And maybe that one has passengers on it too. So it's about just continuing to steer the boat in the direction that you want. Now, I personally strive to be in the position whereby I feel completely unequipped to deal with it, where my beliefs about myself are challenged and I feel totally uncomfortable. So I look to be the imposter in the room. Now, the reason that I do this, as silly as it sounds, is because it means that I am outside of what's comfortable to me. So by doing that, I actually have to stretch myself and I've got to up my game. If I'm repeating the same day, day in, day out, without even having to think about it, then yeah, it could be easy to just keep doing that. But that isn't growth. That isn't mentally or emotionally growing. We accept when it comes to physical growth that in order to grow physically, we we have to put our body under stress. So to grow a muscle, you have to lift weights that are heavier than you normally would do. That puts the muscle under pressure and causes it to become stronger as a result. It's the same with your mind. Being in the position where you don't know what you're doing causes you to find out, to step up to the plate and grow. If you're never in the mental gym, flexing your mind muscles, working them out, then they won't grow. So what about if you were to flip it and see feeling like an imposter as taking your mind for a workout? I love to do this. I love to pretend that I'm undercover. So if I'm in a situation where I feel slightly out of my depth, I pretend that I'm acting the part of someone who knows what they're doing. And I'm the only one that knows, which makes it kind of fun as well. Until eventually I've played that part so much that I've actually become that person in the process. Then I see it as being time for a new mission. So where else can I go and put myself in as the imposter that nobody knows about? So when you're in situations where in the past you would have previously thought to yourself that you shouldn't be there because, I don't know, maybe you felt like a fraud, like everyone else knows what they're doing, see it as being in the right place. You are making progress just by showing up. So feeling like an imposter can actually be really good fun when you choose to see it that way, when you choose to see it as something that you strive for to put yourself in those situations that are outside of your comfort zone. I love it. You know, it's something that I used to hate because I saw it as being a bad thing. But when I flipped that over and realised that actually this is me taking my mind for a workout, this is evidence that I am growing, that I am becoming the person I want to be, it took on a whole new meaning and the emotions that went with it changed also. It went from feeling like fear to feeling like excitement. I'm out there. Yes, I feel uncomfortable. Yes, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's okay. And this is just an afterthought, really, for those moments that will happen where you find yourself in the deep end. Maybe someone asks you a question or you're put on the spot and, oh my goodness, you have no idea what the answer is. Become okay with saying that you don't know or that you want to double check, but you'll find it out. You can absolutely fake it, of course, which is about becoming the person that you want to be in advance. And at the same time, you can also be genuine and honest about the things that you don't have the answers to in that moment. Think about it. Do you ever have the expectations of others that you put on yourself? You know, have you ever expected other people to be like this walking encyclopedia of information that can 
give you the, a really comprehensive answer to any question that you ask in the moment. Of course not. If someone that you know, someone you respect, admire, someone who you see as being better than you or further along than you, if they said that they wanted to check something after you've asked them a question, or they just plain and simple didn't know the answer, then the likelihood is that you would really think nothing of it. You wouldn't think any less of them. So why would you ever think that others expect you to be that way? That is just the expectations that people put on themselves. So be okay with finding things out as and when you need them. It's okay to not know everything. And there will always be something new. So the minute you've learned to do something one way, there'll be a new way of doing it. So you're never going to know everything. That's okay. You could be the most knowledgeable person in the room until there is new knowledge available. Absolutely become competent at what you do. You know, competence breeds confidence, yet be flexible with it as well. And always look to be the biggest badass imposter in the room. So to recap, firstly, knowing that being an imposter isn't real. It's just a belief. Who are you when you're not that? Imagine how things will be different knowing that it's simply not true. There's no evidence to support it. Secondly, strive to be an imposter. Look to place yourself in situations where you don't know what you're doing yet, where you don't have the answers. Get excited about stretching yourself and growing in those situations and have fun being undercover. And then finally, get comfortable with not having all the answers because you never will. So just be okay with working it out as you go. What you do today, you will reflect back on in six months and think, oh, why did I do that? I could have saved myself time, money, heartache, all of those things. Yet today, you might not know how to do that. It's only through the process of learning and putting ourselves in those positions that we're able to grow and know how to do those things differently in the future. So the final thought for today. Think about what you have been avoiding because you felt like you're an imposter just at the thought of it. Then just consider, now you know that it's not really true. Who are you instead? So as ever, thank you for listening. If you know of someone who may benefit from today's episode, maybe someone who's struggling with imposter syndrome, then please share it with them. Have a great week. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.